what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the glock nine show actually a very special episode i am actually bringing my wife on here you know some people have been asking for her to come on here and answer questions i have her on my instagram every once in a while and i usually do the ask me anything fridays but we changed it up you guys ask me questions on instagram and twitter that you guys want to ask my wife so we'll introduce her here and we'll get into some of these insane questions you guys asked all right without further ado i introduce my wife how you doing honey i'm good how are you excellent so I'm going to start you off with an easy question. So I'm, you know, I know you forget a lot of things, like how we met, and I told a lot of people that. So I want to hear your story, how we met, and actually started talking, and then I'm going to debunk all the things you get wrong. Okay, we met in high school, in the ninth grade, in PE class, and I got some type of like slip from the office. And you said, ooh, someone's in trouble. And then I think I just looked at you and laughed. And then I, I went to the office and then I came back and I told you it was basically nothing. I'm pretty sure that's how we met. I'm truly convinced the only reason you know that is because I've had to repeat it over the years so many times. You want to get right into these questions? And I apologize in advance for uh, our good friend Juan. Okay. So I'll start you off with an easy one. Do I talk in my sleep? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> what do I say? You talk about gaming stuff like you're streaming. It's pretty funny. A little bit. Uh, do you ever just tune me out? Typically, what subject or topic am I talking about when you tune me out? I do sometimes, and it's usually when it comes to politics. Why would you tune me out due to politics? Because you're too into them. <laughs> I don't know if you can really be too into them, you know. They control your freedom. Sometimes ignorance is just bliss. You're just too afraid to speak up for you. Anywho, here we go. Well, now, okay, let's 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 get to this one first. Because also, we don't say names on this show. <laughs> so, who was your last boyfriend before Steven, and why isn't he around anymore? Well, I don't say names. I won't say names. Um, I'll just say that that relationship fizzled out, and uh, we both moved on. <laughs> That's the simplest answer you could have given. <laughs> Wow, see, she's not she's not into confrontation. That's all. That's that's, that's her biggest problem. <laughs> um, this is this is the one that I really want you to be honest about because I can actually prove if you lie on this question. Okay, what was wrong with Steven that you didn't want to date him during high school? And I want to know how honest you're going to be right here. Honestly, I just friend zoned him. Nope. What? <laughs> just I friend zoned him. She admitted later on I was too, quote, big. <laughs> yeah, laugh all you want. You admitted this years later. Because I will never forget. Do you guys, do you guys, yes, you did. Do you guys, what was it? AOL Instant Messenger? I did not. No, no, no. My exact quote after I think the fifth time that I was rejected by you, your exact quote was if I could make myself love somebody, I would make myself fall. Yeah, you're embarrassed now. <laughs> You said you would make yourself fall in love with me. And then after we started dating, I think we were already married when you finally admitted it. You didn't use the word fat. You used the word big. <laughs> I was also 15 years old, 14 years old. So you can't really hold that against me. That's why I got fat again. So you have to deal with it now. <laughs> okay. What was Steven like in high school? He went through a lot of different phases, I feel like. He went through like a punk rock type of like phase i don't <laughs> it was not punk rock okay it's deathcore <laughs> okay whatever and then he went through like um 
you know, like that hyphy movement, long, long, big, long, big white T phase. Okay. Uh, Okay. Let me explain something here. I've always been into metal music and I, I always wore black. I don't think I owned my first pair of blue jeans as an as a teenager or an adult till you bought me like four pairs of them when we started dating. I wore black everything. But then, yes, I did get into hanging out with the wrong crowd and wore the big tall white tees and what my filas. Yeah, my feel my my gray filas. Uh see, I threw you under the bus, you threw me under the bus. <laughs> All right, here you go. Did you know any of Steven's exes? And if so, names, no names, and descriptions of how they were. I'm pretty sure he only had one girlfriend before me. She's sweet. I like her. I've known her for a long time because I actually went to elementary school with her. Um, oh, I I think it was just more of a summer fling kind of thing. All right, I'll explain this one. Uh, best way to explain this one was I I, I was the other guy. And I knew that. And then, no, I knew that first. And then, shame on you. <laughs> shame on me. Uh, I was the other guy. And then I, w- I was told that the other guy at- was out of the picture. And then found out later on that he was not. And then also, I was very high during th- those times. Mind you, th- of course, it was high school. It was high school. I, I was trying to get over y- your-, your sixth rege- rejection of me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into more of that later. So, moving on from exes. Thank you, one. Um, did you... No, 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 I just read that one. The last time you and Steven got into a fight, what did I do wrong? Do you, do you remember? I don't remember. See, the thing is, and I'm being completely honest, in the... Was it 11 years now we've been together? It'll be 12 this year? We don't, we, don't, we, don't really, we don't really technically fight. It's more or less her just bickering at me. I'm sweet all the time. Lies. <laughs> wrong no but but no but do you we don't really fight no we really don't fight and and that's that's the thing where it's more or less um we go our separate ways until we go our separate ways until uh we're both calm and we just talk it out you know perfect marriage what's up i can't i honestly can't remember the last time we fought i really i really can't um again that just shows you how patient i am you know (laughs) don't make me throw you under the bus off the top of your head, who does Steven talk about from work? I know this is going. Okay. He talks about Christian. Oh. Why are you saying names? What am I supposed to say? My boss? Oh. <laughs> Jeez. No, I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to leave that in there. because We literally just said no names, and then you said name. So who else? Okay. Okay. Talking okay. about doesn't mean it's talking bad about. Oh, no. I talk bad about him. The other one I know you're going to say is Roy, and Roy listens to this podcast. Say hi to Roy. Hi, Roy. (laughs) (laughs) So you talk about Roy. This is, okay, everybody else, he says good things about. Roy, Juan, I think that's Corey. Sometimes, I think Tyler, right? Tyler? Yeah, okay. Um, I think that's about it. I think all except for the first one I talk good things about, and then, (laughs) I yeah, if I don't talk about you, it means I have negative views about you, but anyways... So, <laughs> if you had to kill your husband, how would you do it? I would say beat me to death, but... I don't know. I have no idea, because I, I couldn't handle bloody guts type stuff. I would be afraid to pull a trigger. Maybe drugs. Confirmed I'm no longer eating or drinking anything she gives me. 
That's confirmed now. Um, do you ever purposely disagree with Steven just to get him mad? And when you, yes, I'm going to say yes, but uh, you you do disagree with me on purpose to get me mad when it comes to politics. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Can you think of any examples? Masks. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you guys heard her. She said masks. And for example... For example, we go to Target and where I where we live in California is like its own little different world where masks don't really exist anymore. And we were going to Target and the first thing out of her mouth is, oh, don't forget the masks. And I just gave her a dirty look like, are you serious? She goes, it's Target. I don't care. Stop complying, dear. All right. I had to edit out something I said she didn't like. So we're back now. <laughs> but yes, she purposely disagrees with me on masks and, and other among other things, I can't use the words of them in afraid of getting canceled but <laughs> but i would say she agrees with me on quite a few things but she just likes to be a jerk about him so i do know there is a question on here um what people were asking was they want a detailed story i'm gonna give you the microphone and let you kind of go through it so obviously you can explain why you rejected me so many times in high school which we kind of already got through you have to say because i'm fat or i'm sorry big oh, wow. i'm sorry big um but what finally made you come around and when did you know that I was the one? First of all, you can't hold that against me. It's the whole I high school st- that whole high school stuff, okay? I feel like high schoolers are just more shallow. They think more about appearances. They think more about that kind of stuff instead of the long term. Um, I think I've come to realization just that he was my person was just, the main thing is how he treated me and how he adored me. And I just think that all women should be treated with respect and that all women should be adored by their partner. And he did that. And he still does, even though sometimes he acts like a crazy person. But <laughs> he definitely um, he respects me. He loves me. And I never have I never have any doubts or and I never question that when. With prior relationships, I would have doubt those types of doubts, and I don't think women should ever feel that way. They should feel confident in their relationship and in their partner. And also, we just we just see eye to eye on pretty much everything. So, except for COVID, I guess except for COVID, because <laughs> she's still concerned. I'm like walking around like it doesn't even exist, but it does exist. So. I said, I said, like, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just, I'm not afraid of it. And you're like, oh my gosh. You have to. Shut up. It's, like I said, it's sad that we have to tell grown adults to wash their freaking hands. Okay. That's pathetic. It's airborne. Yeah. Okay. It's airborne. You know, don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> This is see. This is what I'm talking about. We've already had this conversation about the CDC, and yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm gonna, I'll, I will kick you off my podcast, woman. If you were vaccinated, you wouldn't. Have- then why aren't you vaccinated, dear? Have you seen me? I'm just in tip-top shape. You had COVID <laughs> twice. Shut up. Anywho, okay. Every, the main people, the main questions people you're frustrating. <laughs> people don't realize. Especially me being a streamer, you know, competitive gamer, all this other stuff. People don't realize my wife does not like video games at all. Like, she doesn't like me playing them. She doesn't like my son playing them. She's like a video game hater. So, people always ask, what game you play? Other than playing games with my heart, you know, what what else would there be? The Scrabble Cap? (laughs) I mean, I... It's not a video game, but... I haven't played in a while, but... (laughs) 
Okay, why do you hate video games? I just feel like they they're addicting for one, and I feel like they do rewire your brain. I know I remember reading research on how how it releases certain chemicals in your brain that ca- that is similar to like a drug addiction, and I just think it changes behavior, especially in small children. Which is why I do not like our son to play with them that much because I notice whenever he plays for long hours, he gets extremely grumpy and he always wants to play more and more, which kind of confirms that research that I read that is, there's some, there's like an addicting proponent to it. Hold on one second. So let, let's talk about your merits here real fast. Your merits. Where, uh, don't even say what you, your college education is what? I have a degree in child and adolescent development. What college did you go to? San Jose State University. And what did you graduate as? Like Kamakulababa? <laughs> I was I was pretty high up there in my class. In my class, what summa cum laude? Summa cum laude. But I want you know with that research that she just talked about. Just remember one thing: we all know that schools indoctrinate their the kids. And San Jose State is a very liberal school, so I would not be surprised. They hate video games, so I'm gonna totally discredit her whole argument. Because number one, video games we can, you know, video games help with your hand-eye coordination. Number one, that you you've played the Lego games, and how hard is that problem-solving game? Right, right. It is time-consuming, but you're also learning things too. There's games on there that can help you count. Like Micaiah plays Fortnite; he has to count how many bullets are in his inventory. Does he play the item shop? Yeah, he's on the item shop all the time, and then she keeps she keeps buying him skins. Like he's saying not no, to. No, no, he does. I, I do not. Anywho, she's a video game hater. I told you that. So then, <laughs> anyways, moving on. You know, it's kind of on the video game topic, whatever. But with your hatred for video games, and you, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying hatred. By the way, can you explain? Because people want to know why you. Well, I don't really stream that much now. I do more podcasting, but can you explain why for the last, what, four, what, five years? Is it five years? Because I started when Adeline was a baby. And one, one of the earliest, one of the earliest clips I have is with Adeline on my lap. And she wasn't even, obviously wasn't a year old. So it had to have been about five years ago. Four and a half, five years. So why, why were you letting me stream like 50 hours a week? Because you wanted to and it made you happy. You just put up with it that easily? You said, yeah, you guys can't hear her. Well, that's just a very simple answer. You can't go into detail. Like, yeah, I support him and what he does. Jeez. Come on. See, podcasting. Yes, it's because I support him and what he does. I saw that he was very passionate about it. He was he was just super excited about it. And I didn't want to stop him from doing something that he was passionate about. So, of course, I, I, think, I think we both kind of sacrificed. He did sacrifice on spending quality time with us and sleep and he would go to bed super late so he could stream and that way he could play with the kids a little bit and before he did that and and then I would sacrifice just putting them to bed and and if he had like a event going on I know he had missed certain events for our kids because he had like a charity event for one day it was only one it was only one but that's still sacrificial I think he had to sacrifice and I so but I just I just saw that he was passionate about it and I didn't want to discourage him from, you know, pursuing that. Well, and you talk about missing that event. I, I mean, I've talked about that on the podcast before is that's, that's pretty much when I started taking time off. 
was when I had the conversation with Micaiah, my old, uh, the my oldest, my seven year old. Uh, he was his first. Year, he, well, he only played one game of t-ball, right? Yeah. And then COVID hit, and then they finally had t- or they had baseball last year. Coach pitch, and he really wanted to get the game ball. And then I talked to him after his last game and told him, if you want to get the game ball, you got to hit the ball every time. You got to try really hard. You got to hustle when you and all this other stuff. I missed his next game. The first, I think that was the first game I missed to do a charity stream. And I've said it for years. I've told you about it too, is every time you stream, it's, it's, it's hit and miss. You don't know if it's going to be a lot of people in there. You don't know if even if it's a charity event, if you're going to get any charity donations, you don't know what people are doing that day. And it just so happened. It was like the, you know, we were doing a rocket league tournament for charity. And, uh, I think I missed, so I missed the game. We're four hours in and I'm already kind of discouraged. Like, dude, we haven't got any charity donations. And next thing you know, the door opens They're home from baseball. And I see my son come, I saw him come walking in the door with the baseball. I knew he got the game ball and I missed it. And it's like, and you're sitting there going like, I missed it. And technically for what? And that's when I started taking days off, which I never did. I always said I was going to take days off. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to stream Friday. All of a sudden, Friday night comes along, and I'm, I end up streaming anyways. You know, so are you enjoying me not streaming? And would you rather have me podcasting or none? Um, I don't mind the podcasting because you kind of just make time for that. But I do like the not streaming. <laughs> you actually enjoy it. Are, are you telling me to quit streaming? I'm not telling you to quit streaming. I mean, you still do it once in a while, and that's totally fine. But I do like that you're not doing that as much just because I feel like you're able to, I don't know. I feel like it was starting to stress you out a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. But I think you're, you've kind of, I don't know, you seem more at peace about everything now. I, I think I think one of the things is just like, just like I was just typing in my about me for the website is I love talking. I think podcasting is more for me than, than, you know, well, like I said, I still enjoy streaming. I still, obviously I still enjoy gaming. That's, that's my place. The example that most people give, and I'm, I'm looking at you, <laughs> is we love video games because we like to escape the reality of the real world and we actually like insert ourselves into the game. It, okay. But I'm in your real world. It's perfect. <laughs> and that's why I escape my reality. <laughs> No, we you know we go we go to, we go to work. We have tough days. You know we can't. You know, and we're you know we're stressed out. Whatever's going on, so we come home and we we game and we. The correct term is click heads. By the way, that means by clicking heads in the game, you shoot them in the head. You know, take your frustration out of the NPCs. <laughs> Teach your video game lingo, and that that that's why you know people say video games relax them. And then, then you take streaming and content creation. It adds more stress on it to where you're trying to build something and you're not seeing it go the same way. And you know the stresses I had with Mixer going down and then Facebook and all that stuff. What were you gonna say? What? How is video games relaxing when I hear you getting super mad at them all the time? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay, I'm not getting mad at them. I'm getting mad. And at, your son. I'm getting mad at DJ. First of all, I, there's a little dent in my wall to prove. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> the, First of all, that dent is very old. That came from UFC 3, okay? The dude was lagging, and you don't even understand the frustrations. As a non-gamer, you don't know the frustrations of lag. So how is it relaxing? That wasn't relaxing. It happens. You love me so much, but you get mad at me every once in a while. Crazy. And video games can be crazy. <laughs> you know? Sheesh. 
Okay, and what happened was I was lagging in the game, and then all, or the other guy was lagging, and all of a sudden he got, you know, he got a lucky punch on me, knocked me out, ruined my 17 fight winning streak, and I threw my controller at the wall. It happens. Okay, we've all been there. You know, you've thrown things. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if they heard that, but I don't know. We all, we all get frustrated. We have human emotions, okay? We're fully vested in the video games. It's called self Shut up. Anyways. <laughs> so, enough with the streaming questions. I have a couple more left from your buddy Juan. So, for, so everyone knows I'm, I'm a huge fan of The Office. My wife was, but she's not like me where she can watch it like 18 times in a I row. Could. Anyways. So, what? who is your favorite character on The Office? Jim. Uh, <laughs> Why is it Jim, dear? He's beautiful. You're about to get thrown across the room. (laughs) (laughs) Is Jim your favorite character, really? Honestly, probably Dwight. Dwight sure is so funny. I just think he he definitely, I think he held the show. Like, you know, without Dwight, I feel like after Michael Squat, Michael Squat. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Michael Squat? I'm not editing that out. After Michael Scott left, I feel like Dwight definitely held, you know, held the show. I don't. Does that make sense? If Dwight wasn't in the show after Michael Scott left, it probably would have. I mean, I personally thought Will Ferrell's character, like you would think, Will Ferrell would be a perfect. He, 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 he was not, but you would think Will Ferrell would have done a great job being the, you know, cringy character Michael Scott was, but he was horrible. Yeah. But if Dwight wasn't there, he would have. The, the show would have definitely probably died. And been done sooner than it was. Second question about the office is for for Brit, who is your favorite secondary office character? So basically, someone not named in the credits. Or, huh? I'm sorry, in the opening credits. Sorry. Like Creed, you mean? Creed's in the opening credits. He? Yes, he is. So I think he's talking about like you know the, the uh, Hank, the security guard, uh, or like the warehouse guys or something. Honestly, probably Jan because that that. Uh, that episode with them like smashing that TV that the dinner episode is one of the best episodes <laughs> have, have fun paying for that on your zero dollar a year salary babe <laughs> it's the best line <laughs> his, his little snap little 17 the 17 inch like plasma screen so here, here here's a good one to ask do you think Toby was the Scranton Strangler honestly no, I don't. I, I, I just, he just seems like such a wimp to me that I don't see him, you know, doing that. So, you? so for, no, okay, so for being the fanatic that I am, I'm a part of like, I'm not even kidding, like 12 office groups on, fa- on Facebook and like some are meme groups. Some, I mean, dude, look at my Funko Pops. I got a whole entire wall just for Michael Scott and Dwight. <laughs> I got like all the other characters for the office and the other, like all, almost all my Funko Pops are all in the office, but. Uh, so there's a bunch of theories that have gone around forever. Where you know you think about when they they had the car chase, um, you know, and, and and just so happens that he wasn't there that day. You know, anytime the screen, you know, and and it's just the way it lines up. Toby's not around when the screen. Not, like, yeah, but he's he still works forty hours a week, so he's still at the office. But the thing is, whenever something happens, he's not there. Now it it, it has been said by one of the producers of the show. That they they wrote the Scranton Strangler with not having an idea in mind who it would be, so it's basically up to our like it's up to our imagination who we think it could be. So do you think it was him? No, because they didn't plan plan for it. But if you if you wanted if you wanted to pick, there's there's also 
Um, what's the guy's name that came in from Saber? Robert California. Not Robert California. The uh, weird guy. Like the, those tall. Oh, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Gabe. Yeah. There, there, there's actually. But the thing is, Scranton Stringer has been around for so long. But like, because Gabe is so into all those horror movies and gory, bloody. You know, when he's dating, uh, what's her name? Um, Aaron. But it's like, and then. I'm bad with names, especially on the spot. Jeez, woman. Anywho, there's a theory. There's also theories out there that he could he he could be the Scranton Strangler as well. But there, the Scranton Strangler story was around before he came on the show. And he came from Florida, so you know. But there there's so many theories out there. But actually, one of the producers or writers of the show said that said in an interview that they yeah they never well they they never planned for people to to, to actually think that they would know who the Scranton Strangler was. It was just a little thing they threw in there so who is your favorite character? my favorite character? are we getting into an office episode right now are we gonna are we, are we gonna do this right now my favorite character was um my favorite character was karen because she's beautiful <laughs> so if we're so you can have jim i'll take karen ask all the girls out there what they think of john krasinski okay john krasinski is a beautiful human being okay then there you go yeah but but see here here's here's where we're gonna get into the whole you want to get in this debate how it's not fair, how women women can say that men are beautiful or good looking, but if the man says a girl's good looking, like women get super pissed about that. That's like that, you know, just saying. But what? I feel like men, I think they use, I think they, uh, when they check out women, I feel like they kind of take it to a different place. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say that's bull. Um, so. Funny story. So uh, there are a lot of guys that look at women and instantly go, "Oh my god, like that exactly. that girl, that girl's hot." Like, and uh, hang it, women do that too. I agree. We, I don't do that. I, yeah, bull crap. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but you know, when I, I first saw you, you know this, you know the story I'm going to tell, right? In eighth grade. No, but the first time I ever saw her was in eighth grade. And in that little hallway, that weird little hallway we had at junior high, she was putting the little letters on the little bull- is it bulletin board. What's it, it called? A hall- it was a hallway that connected basically the blacktop and it went and when then you go to the hallway and then it leads to like the all the classrooms and like the quad area. It's called a marquee board. Um, yeah. Sorry. A marquee board. <laughs> uh, no, we're, I, I forgot who I was walking with. But I remember seeing you on the ladder and you're putting the uh, letters. the letters up there, and I instantly was like, "Oh my god, who is that?" And the, I think it was with, I think it was with Anthony because, he, and then he said, "Oh, that's uh, Noella's friend, like best friend or something like that." And then I didn't say anything to you. I remember you looked over and smiled, and I, you know, was just like swallowing my tongue <laughs> and just kept walking. And then see, she just called me a chubby guy. See, so her first impression of me was like, look at that fat guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, see this? You see this? Anywho. You're a guy. I wasn't cute enough to date you, apparently. I didn't know you in junior high. We didn't meet anywho, you anywho, I'm... Hang on. And then I remember, like, she was telling the story earlier. Yes, it was ninth grade. I was in... I forget what it stands for. It was called MAP. M-A-P-P. Because I got I got in a lot of trouble in my eighth grade year of junior eighth grade year, going into high school they suggested to my parents that I go to this special program, and we'll get back to the office in a second. It's a little side rant right here, um, but 
they suggest I go to this program, and my parents are like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll make him, you know, better. You know, what time does school start? Seven thirty? Is it seven? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't start school till like eleven fifteen. Um, it was basically, it, it was basically, to, you know, that program was to get me to school at like eleven a.m. And then I, I didn't get out till about four thirty in the afternoon. And then basically, it's it you're not hanging out, getting in trouble after school. Basically, they put they they thought they were doing good, and they put me in a program that had a bunch of drug dealers and gangbangers, and they basically put me with the bad crowd. So my first class of the day was her third class of the day. But I remember uh, walking into that PE class first first class of the day. And seeing her in my class, and I was super excited. And the whole thing is, I don't know if she realizes this. So she she had to go to the office or whatever. I made that little comment. I couldn't think of anything to say other than, ooh, you're in trouble. And then she she went to the office, came back, and then she said something to me. And then that, because we actually had an exchange of words, I already knew she had a MySpace, but I couldn't add her without talking to her. It's kind of weird. Now that we actually exchanged words... I added her on MySpace, and then my whole goal was to end up on our top eight. <laughs> but but uh, go ahead. So now I'm wondering, were you looking at my MySpace before we talked? Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all don't realize like how much information is out there on the internet. Okay. No, I was not stalking you, uh-huh. but I came across your MySpace, but I didn't want to add you because I didn't actually know you know you yet, and then. When I talked to you that day. I think I added you that day. So what number were you on my top eight? I didn't make your top eight for a long time. I ended up being number eight. And then we and then we we talked like every day, every single day. Like every single day. And then would slowly see myself moving up the list. And then I I hit, I know at one point I hit number two. And then I can't remember who was in front of me. I can't remember who was in front of me, but I never hit number one. I was never number one. I was always number two. And then you were my number one for like three and a half years until MySpace went away. You're my number one now. You guys hear the tone of her voice and how much BS was in that statement? <laughs> no, but then uh, you do you remember you got taken out of that class? You got taken out of the PE class. Your, your classes got switched around. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Yes, I do yes you, that. Got, you got taken out of the class. So it, it's, it's a thing where I always think, what happens if I didn't make that stupid little comment to you? And then... You would be life <laughs> probably a lot happier too uh-huh. <laughs> um anyways back to the office fun little story there back to the office my favorite character is michael scott yeah, I, I my, my michael scott is my favorite character uh as for my secondary character i, I gotta go i gotta I, I i love hank i really do hank if you actually go on, if you guys go on Peacock, you guys can watch like some deleted scenes and and Hanks in a couple of them. I don't know why every time he comes he comes in there, I just absolutely laugh. Like when he's picking out the between the chairs and the copier, I think that's one of the funniest scenes. Like I, I don't know what it is, but any other questions, comments, concerns, dear, about me? Yeah, you know, you get, we already went through that. What what you? Yeah, you you we you said politics. I was I thought it was like. What is your biggest pet peeve about me? Online shopping, like a girl. <laughs> First of all, I like convenience. Thank you very much. No, I, 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 this man has more T-shirts than I do. Like he has a ton of stuff, and he orders. Okay, first of all, I don't have. Okay, hold on, no, 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 no. I'm calling BS on that one. I don't have more than you do. 
I don't have more than you do. I just have newer stuff than you do. I don't shop very often, so I have stuff from high school. <laughs> and you can still fit your stuff from high school. I can't. <laughs> you know, because I've been married to you, my, my body has gone through way too many changes, okay? You were pregnant four times, and my body's gone through more changes than you have, okay? I was pregnant five times. <laughs> okay, we have to admit that. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, first of all, I'm at, we, we were just talking about this. I'm very opinionated. And number one, when it comes to politics, I believe in having conversations. I say that all the time. So I hang on. Don't lean forward. <laughs> I am addicted to T-shirts that have like my thoughts on them and things that I believe. Hoping it's I think it's funny when people get pissed off, too. I mean, that's part of it. But at the same time, it's like I would love for someone to come up to me and actually question me about it and have a conversation with them. But no one ever does because that's not society anymore. Basically, people, you know, no, first of all, I'm a big dude. People don't say anything to me. They're too afraid. They don't know I'm a big teddy bear, though. Honestly, I do say that's my pet peeve. However, I always tell everybody that I do love your boldness and that you are not afraid to speak your mind um, and that you're not afraid to share your opinions. I think that's a really good quality and you're not afraid to, you know, have that type of conversation. So I do tell people that. I may not like all of your opinions. I may not agree with all of them either. I think we agree with most stuff, but um, I do. I do really love that you are so bold because I'm not as bold as him. So I think that's just like the you know the opposites attract kind of thing that he's bold and I'm kind of just here in the background. What did I just tell you yesterday? We're like a bat. We're like a battery. I'm the positive side. You're all negative. You're you're all negative. That was yesterday. Yes, it was yesterday. You're all negativity. I'm all positivity. We're like a battery. Yeah. So we we, we work together. I am not negative. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We don't argue. I just make little stupid comments to get me in trouble all the time. So you're half Asian, right? I don't know what I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it for people out there that don't know. Why do you love Donald Trump so much? <laughs> I, I do not love Donald Trump. You voted for him. No. <laughs> you're not going to do this? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> your dad loved him. I, yes, he did. Oh. Me and your dad talk politics all the time. Oh. Mm -hmm. See, th I did that for a reason. I did that for a reason. No, she does not love Donald Trump. But I just proved the point where there's certain things she just won't talk about. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Even, even if the statement was true, even if the statement was true, when you question her on certain things, she just decides not, not to not to talk about him which is one of the, one of the reasons why we may agree on a lot of things but she won't say anything just like the whole mask thing you have friends that are like oh they're in the, the whole mask cult thing you know even though the, even though the information's out there the cdc came out and said it they're still loving them and think they still work but you won't say anything if they were to directly ask you about masks you wouldn't say anything their choice i don't care if they were it, it, it is a choice see you're hiding behind that you're hiding you're see you're not bold enough. You're not bold enough to give your your true, you know. Okay. I said I love that you're so bold. What do you love about me? <laughs> that you're so submissive. Wow. <laughs> you realize that people are gonna think I'm a misogynistic pig yes. now, right? Yes. <laughs> you, were you about to say I am? No. You were just talking about how sweet I am and how I help and all this other stuff. Yes, they're gonna think that. I don't. And, and do I care what people think? No. No. <laughs> what do I love about you? Hang on, give me a few minutes. <laughs> well, it's a long list of things I love about you. <laughs> wow. 
okay. It's how supportive you are. I think you're like the best mom in the world. I'm not just saying that. I, I, I really do. Because there's one, there's one thing I struggle with being a parent is patience. And she, trust me, she reminds me every single day. I'm not patient, especially coming home after work and having a long day. I don't want, after dealing with children around work, I don't feel like, and I say that because they're adult children. I don't feel like coming home and dealing with real children sometimes. And, but she's very patient. She home, she has to homeschool the two, the two older kids while taking care of the three year old and the nine month old. And then when I come home, she has to deal with me riling that, I rile them up when I first get home and then I go lay down. <laughs> So when I when I walk in the door, I get them all excited, and then she has to take them and try and calm them back down. Um, but then also when it comes to anything I want to do, whether it be podcasting, streaming, um, I've gone to gaming conventions, I've gone to job interviews in different states, and she's super supportive and lets like supports me in anything I want to do. I mean, the only thing she she doesn't support me in is just. Wait, why are you laughing? What we? What do you think I'm gonna say? I have no idea. What? You, like you started laughing, like you were trying to finish my thought right there. I don't know. Mean- I was gonna say. Um, now I just forget the words when you use because I really want to know what you're gonna say. I just want to pull the trigger and sell the house and move out of state off the grid. Impulsive, impulsive. Like I, li- I literally just want to sell, like sell the house in California because in California we could we could sell this house and pay off any house we want off the grid. And she won't let me do it. She won't let me do it until uh, you know until I have a job. Go ahead. What I tell him is there has to be a reason. All of our family's here, and he has a job here. So if you're just gonna sell the house for no reason and just go live somewhere, there has to be a reason. There has to be a purpose, and there has to be a job. Have have some faith in your husband, dear. The right. the re- the reason is the government's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that your other pet peeve about me? I, I I love looking into conspiracy theories. Yes. I'm not saying that I you know okay. I shared the video with you right about conspiracy theories. Yes. No. The one where okay. For, the, the dad. Yeah, I'll explain. I sent that to you. Okay, she sent it to me. Whatever. I'll explain it for people out there. I think it's a great thing to say. So I really love conspiracy theories because and we've talked about this on Dads and Gaming before that every conspiracy theory starts with a little bit of truth. But it's like the, what's it called the little the phone the phone um, where you call one person tell them a story the telephone the, tele- what, the, the telephone game, the telephone game? The basically by the time the story gets back to you it's gonna be it's gonna be completely changed but I love looking into conspiracy theories and there's a comedian that said that there's there's three there's three people that he doesn't like uh, homophobic people misogynistic people and people that don't believe in conspiracy theories and he says. He goes, I can understand not believing in some of them, not believing in even even most of them, but you don't believe in any conspiracy theories. He says that's a that's that's a that's a tough stance to have. That's a very strong stance to have. He goes, you think the government's just batting a thousand, telling you the whole truth? Then he then he he says the government's job is to be is to to you know be there for all of its people. That's three hundred seventy million plus people. And he talks about him being a father. And he says I'm in charge of one person. You know, he's, 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 he's in charge of just that one person. He lies to him all the time. So it's like people that think they conspiracy, you know, we're seeing it right now where two years ago things were conspiracy theories and now they're all coming to, I'm looking you right in the eyes. Fact, fact. Um, masks don't work. People were banned. She, uh, I don't know if you guys heard her. She said it two years ago, how is that conspiracy theory? Because, and we're, yeah, I don't want to get too far into this, but 
Fauci came out. Obviously, I also, I don't call him Dr. Fauci. Um, he said masks don't work. And then he changed his mind and said they do work. And then said again they don't work. And then he said, where's two masks? Which is still the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Hang on. So if you went out on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, and you were saying masks don't work, people were banned. And they said it was wild conspiracy theories and dangerous, all this other stuff. And then you just had the CDC director come out and say that those cloth masks that we were being told to wear don't work. And then also no one can cite you actual studies that show that they do. Hang on. So especially with children, like my, and you know, my line in the sand, I can do, I can deal with a lot of things. Like if someone, like if you're, if someone's listening to this and they, they love masks, whatever. Okay. Wear your mask. I don't, I don't care. Stop telling me to wear mine though. But the, the line in the sand for me is children. Like leave my kids alone. You know, stop trying to put masks on kids, especially when the only studies that we know of is, for example, we're in California, which is super communist state, uh, ran, ran by commie Gavin, News, Gavin Newsom. Um, and then you look at, so you look at schools in California that have these mask mandates versus schools like in Florida that have never had mask mandates. And, you know, due to, due to research, there's virtually no difference. So why are we still doing this to children and we all know that it's actually as a child and adolescent development person do kids learn from facial expressions when they're talking to people go ahead yes so she said yes so putting masks over children's faces and and and, and them hang on them growing up in a society them growing up in a society with everyone having masks on you can't talk to somebody and see their facial expressions do you think it can have effects on their you know their, their maturing mind I do, but I also think that if they're in a home environment, they get that social interact interaction from family that they're around all the time. You don't think a, the, a mask can become a security blanket? It's a security blanket yes. for kids, so they, they so they don't so they're gonna start using it as they don't feel safe talking to people without them. You don't think it's mentally damaging? I think that if a parent conveys that or portrays that fear themselves. Then that's when a child would become anxious. I don't think the mask in and of itself would particularly like cause that. I mean, it could. I don't. I don't know. I think every child's different. I think a lot of it has to do with how a parent, you know, reacts emotionally in front of their children. If you're gonna be acting really afraid and scared all the time, then of course I think they're gonna rely on that as a blanket. I think our kids are like, oh, okay, you know, mask here, whatever. That's because <laughs> their dad doesn't put them on them. And some people will say, I hate my kids for it. But no, that's not true. I just, I, two, year, two years later, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm done. Over I'm done. So I'm giving you guys an example of how our conversations go sometimes. Um, but most of the time she caves and knows that I'm right, especially when I <laughs> when I can sit there and I can... Why are you leaning in? No, get away from you me. just have really good arguments and you have really good comebacks, and I just come back, have comebacks. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a master debater. You really are. <laughs> she, <laughs> she she did not get the reference. I, I did get. Where that. is that from? I, okay, it's from it's from Austin Powers, okay, okay. where he says you might be a cunning linguist, but I'm a master debater. Okay, anyways, see see this is where the the one I think the one thing we're on different levels is my humor is way better than hers. Okay, no. my 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 level of comedy and immaturity is way greater than hers. No, I, I yeah, I'm more mature than him, 100. percent It's always been that way, yeah. And, yeah. but that's also yes. a, I'm a mess. Yeah. I am comedy gold. Okay, 
you i'm the full package okay i am i i am basically a, a stand-up comedian lives at home with you you i also have a vast knowledge in politics yeah not even one-sided i'm willing i'm willing to hear you out anyone out which i actually want to and here you go someone's listening to this who like absolutely disagrees with me on master covid here's your open invitation to go to glock9show.com and do it go to the contact us part let me know you want to be a guest on the show i would love to have a discussion i won't call it a debate i want to argue but i would love to have a discussion with somebody on the podcast i don't i don't i think debates are kind of useless and pointless because i feel like both people are so set in their ways that, I mean, so I think a discussion is the way to go. Well, that's why I said I don't really want to call it a debate. I want I want somebody to come on with different views than me, have a discussion, don't talk over each other. But like the the pro- biggest problem nowadays is people can't agree to disagree. That's sure. that's the biggest problem. Another big big problem is people get too. Well, that's the biggest part where I've said this before. There's a difference between coming back at somebody with facts and with evidence and. And then there's a difference between coming back at somebody saying emotional things like, uh, I don't want to get too into this. Just give you a quick example. When you're talking about COVID or masks, right? When you talk about masks, I'm going to come out. I just made a comment about there's been many studies that are done between California kids who are masks all day long and Florida kids that don't wear masks. And there's virtually no difference, right? I mean, I just came back at you with evidence where I, if I pulled the survey or the, the studies up, I came back at you with evidence. The other side, their only argument is you don't care about kids. You you, you know you're you're basically like the whole oh uh, you're filling up hospital take hospital you're you're filling up hospital beds. Oh you're you're possibly going to kill your kids. It's all emotion. There's no there's no statistics. There's no evidence. There's it's no like re- you're not yeah you, it's an emotional it's thing. Yeah, so it's like how do how do you combat with emotional comebacks? You can't because you know obviously they know they're wrong. So. You know, that's where it's like if you have a discussion with somebody, you can hear you, you can hear them out, see where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, no one can agree to disagree. Like I've said a million times where we should be right now in, in you know, with in society where I think you and me have talked about a million times is do what you want to do. Leave me leave me the heck alone. I'll leave, and if you if you want to go out there, you want to wear your mask, go right ahead. But when you start looking at me differently, we get out of here. I don't care. I think what's hard about that is that we don't have enough resources. And so I think that's why, a, like, hospital is what I'm talking about. Like, what? Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 let me finish. Like, like certain ICUs only have, like, 10 beds, 11 beds. And so if you have all these sick people, th- these hospitals are out of resources. And so I think that's also why they're pushing a lot of this is because they want us as a collective to try to work together. So we don't have fill up all these hospital beds with with this super infectious disease. Um, But I think that just kind of comes into we we just need more. We need more, you know, hospitals and supplies and all workers, all of that. Well, maybe you shouldn't have fired him for not getting vaccinated. You wouldn't be having a nurse shortage home. Let's go. They're rapidly building in California and they're not supporting the infrastructure by adding more hospitals. So she makes a good point. So I drive an hour to get to work an hour back and they're building so many houses, so much, so many businesses and stuff like that, but they're not building more police stations. They're not building more hospitals. 
that'll be how many times we've been in the ER where we live and like she's basically giving an example of the ER next to our house that has like 11 hospital beds and you can go there like any day of the week and it's gonna they had me outside with our how old was Mikai at the time he was like three years old and he had like a he had, he had like 104 fever or something like that and then they had me they had me wait outside in like 30 35 degree weather for two hours and then when I said screw that I'm taking him home they were like looking at me like I'm a bad parent for not staying outside in the cold like that that's absolutely ridiculous so um but again if we're, if we're talking about hospital beds and nurses and stuff like that maybe you shouldn't be firing people for their own medical decisions I just I just think I just think let's go Brandon can he say it one time no yeah, let's go Brandon one time let's go Joe Biden I want a divorce <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> we don't joke about that, babe. We we joke about that all the time. No, we do not. What are you talking about? Well, here, we well, I joke about it. You don't. Here's here's the thing, though. You can never leave me. You need me. After all these years, you need me. No, I want you. <laughs> good, good answer. All right, we're about an hour in. Is there anything else you want to talk? Uh, uh, we've been all over the place. You know. My poor, my poor listener. She says, um, "Hey, gave you you answered." They're gonna be so bored. I guarantee you, people are probably gonna be laughing at this because okay, we answered the questions in the beginning, but you know, that people were asking, and then you got to see exactly how we interact. So I think it was fine. And it's a longer episode too. Do you want? Do you want to do my sign off? Huh? Well, you gotta say like thank, if you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for follow or make sure you hit the follow button. This oh here you, she's gonna try she's gonna try an outro and I'll probably have to do it after her. So here. If you enjoyed this episode of the Glock Nine Show, go ahead and hit what? <laughs> <laughs> hit like, subscribe, follow. Go to Glock Shine sh Glock Shine Show. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, you just saw firsthand that the. <laughs> It's not as easy as you thought, huh? It's not as easy. Hey, okay, go ahead. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. See, so now you're realizing how not easy this is. Okay, if you if you enjoy this episode of the Glock 9 show, go ahead and... <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, are you done now? Yes. All right, say, say bye. Thanks for listening. Bye and thanks for listening. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. If you enjoyed this episode of the Glock 9 Show, make sure you hit the follow and subscribe button depending on what platform you're on. Make sure you guys give us a review on Spotify and iTunes. It greatly helps. Also, make sure to share the episode. Make sure you share the episode with a friend. We're on all major platforms from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and many more. As always, thank you guys so much for your support. As always, stay safe, stay blessed. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.